It's Black Friday slash Cyber Monday. You know what that means. I have got some amazing and oddly erotic Sideshow membership deals. I don't know how exactly to uh, convey all of the emotions I'm trying to get across here. So I think the best way to do it is like this. I'm the cocksucker that's marking Sideshow memberships 25% off. How about it, stud? Real memberships to gain access to DV's member site. Exclusive shows to fill your warm ear holes. We've got it all. Membership options for every pleasure. Monthly, yearly, lifetime, discreet and intimate. Your taboo podcast pleasure is our little secret. And I want to fulfill it real bad. Get 25% off the normal $66.99 yearly membership. That means you'll pay 50 Those are some hot and sticky savings. Enjoy uninhibited, raunchy fun. Now, uh, you don't need to know this, and it has nothing to do with uh, the sideshow or this commercial, but I'm currently all greased up and ready for action. So... Do what you will with that information. Subscribe now. $5 monthly memberships, $50 yearly, or nab a lifetime membership. Never worry about recurring payments again for only $250. Subscribe at superfreaksideshow.com and do it now, boy. Hey, freaks. Tim back here with you to introduce a best of program. First of all, let me just say, I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family. I have an awesome best of show for you to listen to today from 2016. But the real reason I'm here, I've got some exciting news for you. The Distorted View store is officially open with 140 new and returning items. Every single freak should have no problem finding something that'll make them scream jago. New mugs, tumblers, shirts, hats, hoodies, not to mention flags, beach towels, jizz rags with my head on it. Yes, you can blow your load on my face. Stickers, magnets, cell phone cases, the list goes on and on. Festoon yourself, your house, and your life with DV. Shop now at distortedview.com slash store. I'm not lying. Lots of good stuff over there. Check it out. Distortedview.com. There's a link to the store. The full address is just distortedview.com slash store. I will be back on Monday, of course, to kick off a new week of programs. Right now, though, enjoy this best of show. Distorted View Daily proudly presents a musical number from the porn film This Ain't Glee Triple X. You're easy, I'm horny, what will they think of us? You tempt me, but I'm horny, why won't you touch my breast? Stop staring, still horny, I see it in your eyes, please touch me. I'm growing deep down between my thighs. Don't 
to be your teacher Cause I see you watching me I'm easy I'm horny Fulfill my fantasy So pretty So horny Nobody will find out Still growing It's showing Okay, but don't be loud Don't come Don't come all Don't come all over me I won't come I won't come all I won't come all over you Don't come Don't come all Don't come all over me Hey, Breaks, it's Monday, May 9th 2016 coming up on the program today. My mentors are a bunch of mush brain public access hosts. Plus, my suggestions to help improve local news ratings, getting high on shit pills, and Christmas cards with the gift of meth inside. All this with your voicemails today. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. My doctor wants to dilate my asshole to the size of a fucking coconut. Yeah! Tim Hudson with you, back for the Monday edition of DBS. We're kicking off a new week of programs here. Got a great uh, show for you. I always have trouble, to this day, starting the podcast. I've been at this for 12 years now, and I always struggle with the beginning because I want it to be really good. I want the energy to be up. I want to talk about something that uh, grabs your attention and holds it throughout the, uh, the entire show. You know, it's important to start off on the right foot. Sometimes, though, I just, I have nothing. I have no compelling reason for you to listen to this podcast today. So, during these times, these days where I feel like I've exhausted every possible topic, I turn to my mentors. These guys are broadcasting legends, and I consider them teachers. You know, I'll watch some of their stuff and and get inspired. So, if you don't mind, I'm going to take just a second here and... uh, play you a clip from these guys hosting their show and hopefully it'll get my creative juices flowing welcome to community wrestling corner media my name is david david taylor and my two friends are um hello my name is alan connie castle hello my name is ryan nicholas ryan nicholas ray Yes, uh, this is an episode of community corner it's actually a very special edition they're on location at some sort of gymnasium where a, re- uh, a wrestling match is going down. They even changed the name of the show to Community Wrestling Mania Corner. By the way, you know how professional this show is? They've got embroidered shirts, like embroidered polos. I don't even have that. And they each have their own special color. Baby blue, canary yellow, olive green. And they have the name of the show and everything. My name is David, David Taylor, and my two friends are... Um, hello, my name is Alan Connie Castle. Hello, my name is Ryan Nicholas, Ryan Nicholas Ray. Coming live from Lake Orient, Michigan, we are watching MWO. Let me introduce you to Sherman, John Campbell, and friend Pure... Okay, so they're introducing a couple of the wrestlers who will be performing. Welcome, guys. Welcome, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So, what? Please tell us about wrestling. To the guys I look up to. Let's listen to that again. They they refuse. Both of them are are talking at the same time, and both of them refuse to back down. They are going to get their question out. What? Please tell us about your wrestling. In the MWO, 
that you love? <laughs> well, uh... He doesn't know how to answer. He doesn't know which one to answer. I mean, eventually he says, you know, it's just something I wanted to do since I was a kid, okay? He couldn't dream of doing anything else. Cool. <gasps> so please tell us about your tell us about yourself growing up. Tell us about yourself growing up, John. Again, I don't care about the people being interviewed. I just want to hear the questions. I love when the three hosts interact with one another or try to uh, be conversational. It's one thing to ask the questions that are on their little uh, you know notepads, but then when they go off the script. That's when it's gold. Well, I idled wrestling when I was a kid. I <clears throat> loved wrestling when I was up. Wrestling was pretty cool. Still, Still is, is really yeah. cool. <laughs> Especially <laughs> our show. It is cool. Oh. Yeah, yeah, awesome. guy <gasps> taught me wrestling. Yep. That's my favorite host, the one whose voice constantly breaks. Uh, <sighs> uh, Here we go. Um, I think I got into wrestling. Uh, I think I got into wrestling in 1999. Yeah? I mean, it was my cousin Johnny that got me into it. 99 was a good, good era. Year, yeah, yeah. Good, really era. Good. good time to get into it. I started watching, I started watching WWE. Yeah, yeah. WWF at the time, yeah, right? Then, yeah. yeah, but I think it was WWF, and that's when it was cool. Uh, it's, it's still, it, our shows are, are still cool. Guys, you don't have to promote yourself here. No one is watching. This whole show that you're appearing on is just to make retarded people feel good about themselves. It's a nice thing the public access channel is doing. <laughs> These guys think it's their big break. Yeah, we've been interviewed on TV. Kind of a big deal. Getting a lot of press. Yeah, you were interviewed by three mentally handicapped men who can barely put together a sentence. I mean, bless their little retarded hearts. But, you know, my favorite, you know, my favorite interviewer is the one with the the voice that cracks all the time. He also has a weird eye issue. Like, both of his eyeballs move independent from one another it's really like the pupil <laughs> it like rattles around like a like, like a plush toy with those googly eyes by the way all retarded people love wrestling have you noticed that if you are a fan of wwe wrestling this is your company these guys a nation of retarded people so you might want to re-examine this hobby of yours all right um you know broadcasting is hard these guys prove it but imagine like uh, being a news anchor and not a national broadcast. I'm talking about like a local newscast. You know, the ones that I'm always making fun of. It must suck because the ratings are what determine if you get to keep your job. Like if, if you've got super high ratings, you're, you're secure in your job pretty much. Right. But to get those high ratings, a lot of that shit is not in your control. Right. It's all about like what's happening in, you know, in, in the city that you're broadcasting in. If there's some major news, you're going to get people watching. If it's a slow news day, fewer people are probably going to watch. And, you know, you can't make up news. I mean, real news. You can't make up real news. You can run ridiculous stories like, are your hair extensions possessed by the devil? That was a real one. We cover that on Distorted View. One anchor, though, I think has cracked the code. It's interesting because even when there's breaking news, you're not guaranteed ratings because you've got five other stations covering the same event. Here's an example. Uh, So in Houston, there was a warehouse fire. In the warehouse, (laughs) there apparently was ammunition stored, which could cause lots of explosions, right? All right, so this brilliant anchor learned, while she can't make stuff up, she could still scare the crap out of everyone. 
And that's how you're going to get eyeballs. This is how you keep people watching. Uh, let me just play you the audio here, and uh, this will really illustrate what I'm talking about. This warehouse fire off of Spring Branch and Laverne in the Spring Branch area. Oh, my goodness. We have just gotten the word that uh, the students at Spring Branch Elementary... Oh my god, what happened? Did they, did they all die? Were they like on a field trip to some ammunition warehouse and they all done did blew up? Because that's what it sure fucking sounds like, right? Her voice is cracking. She's crying. We just learned something here. School children. Uh, the students at Spring Ranch Elementary. Oh no. Oh no, don't say it. What happened? Oh, yeah, the other anchor's like, what? What? Tell us. Give us the scoop. What happened? Tell me. They're being evacuated. They're on buses. They're going to be moved down. <laughs> and she perks right back up. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be evacuated. They're fine. Meanwhile, everyone watching the news just shit their pants. When in doubt, just act like a bunch of kids have been killed. You know, studies have been done. The lowest rated part of the news is in the middle when they do the weather. Because now everyone has access to, you know, cell phones. They can find the weather on their own. But now, using this brilliant anchors method, I think we can get those ratings way up. And there's expected to be no survivors. Never liked the circus, Joanne. Me either, Bob. Well, let's turn our attention now to the weather. It's been a scorcher out there. Sunny Nimbus has the details. Sunny? Oh, thanks, Joanne. How high will the mercury go? That's the question on everyone's mind, especially for the families picked to join us today on... Fear Fahrenheit! That's right, it's 11.15. It's time for Fear Fahrenheit. Each person you see before you has been given a number between 75 and 102. You may look at those numbers now. As we go through the five-day forecast, if the highs for that day match the number in your hand, you will be executed in a manner chosen by our audience at home. If you have any offerings to the Doppler radar god, you may present them now. No? No one? I hope that doesn't anger Doppler. Here we go. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies in the morning, clearing up in the afternoon with a high of 83. Does anyone have 83? I think we have a winner. He's just a baby. Well, there is no age limit on... Talk to this screeching hyena for just a second. Is this your child? Yeah, I don't even know why I'm here. Lady, you signed up for it. What? I don't remember doing that. You know those clear plastic boxes at fast food restaurants? The ones where people just stuff their business cards in for no particular reason? I thought it was to win a party sub. Oh, no, no, no. Anyway, who's this little guy here? His name is Declan. Oh, he is adorable. Anyway, are you ready to offer Declan up as a sacrifice to the great and powerful Doppler 5000? No, no, I'm not. Of course you're not. We haven't spun the Wheel of Misery yet. I don't want to. It's okay. It's all computerized. Every method of death on the Wheel of Misery has been submitted by a member of our viewing audience. WDVN, we're listening to you. (laughs) I don't want to do this. Your job is simple. Just say stop. (laughs) 
God, what's happening? As always, we will activate the wheel with our prayer. Please join in with me. <laughs> Great and all-knowing Doppler, may your power... Gr- You're supposed to recite it along with me. May your power grow and your thirst for mortal blood give you the energy to guide us. Always and forever. Across the greater Des Moines area. Amen. Please activate the wheel of misery so we may commence this sacrifice in your honor. A lot of good ones here. Electrocution. No. Dropped from a high height. Asphyxiation. Stop. Oh. Drowning in excrement. What? Let's bring in the tub. No. The entire news team has been pissing and shitting in this thing for a week. What's that, Joanne? Yes. All those trips to Chipotle paid off. Well, let's not waste any more time. I see Joey Fontaine over there in the sports center all antsy. I promise we won't cut into your time. <laughs> okay. No. Give me your baby. No. Hand, hand over Declan. Come on. Come on. Okay. There we go. On the count of three, we dunk Declan in this slurry of feces and urine. Until he drowns. And a one. And a two. And a three! Get a mic in there. Want to hear Declan sucking in all of that thick feces and urine. There there he is taking his last few breaths. Unfortunately, not air in there. It's all... Water and waste. Yeah. There's usually one last desperate attempt to breathe. There it is. Well, I think that pretty much wraps things up. Now for some post-game reaction. Mom, how do you feel about how things played out today? You killed him. You killed my baby. We sure did. Something you'll only see on WDVN. Action 11 News. Back to you, Joanne. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, up, fucked up news right now. Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow? Let's fix that right now. Just go to superfreaksideshow.com, sign up for a monthly, quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. It's very inexpensive. For that small price, you get full access to the entire archive of programs, plus exclusive videos, bonus material. Uh, We've been doing these little mini shows every day. Got another one for you uh, today. They typically clock in at around 15 or 20 minutes. So, uh, you know, a pretty good size show. That's in addition to uh, the full length bonus episode I have for you planned on Thursday. So, like I said, it's a great, it's always a great time to sign up for the Sideshow. Always new material being added. Sign up, become a true and honorable freak today. Superfreaksideshow.com. All right, our first story we have for you today. Apparently, we are all addicted to uh, some pretty hard drugs here in the United States. And yet another sign that the U.S. is facing a mounting opioid epidemic... Dank Tim, I'm looking at you. People are trying to get high. I feel like I'm going to give Dank Tim a bad idea here. Uh, People are trying to get high or at least temper their opiate withdrawals off an anti-diarrhea drug commonly sold under the brand name Imodium. Yeah, shit pills are getting people high now. 
There's an important lesson here. Uh, anything can get you high if you take enough of it. Ting. You know, if, if you're ever like hard up, you know, for, for drugs, just go to CVS. Pick up some Dimatap or something, apparently. Chug a couple bottles, uh, bottle of those. All right. Um, in the Journal of Anals of Emergency Medicine. What? I guess that, that makes sense. This has to do with diarrhea, but... Oh, it's not anals? The annals? All right. Uh, researchers note an uptick in interest in the so-called... Oh, man. Lopermide? L-O-P-E-R? That's how I would pronounce it. Lopermide. Hi. Via Google. Trends, you know, it's the, whatever the active ingredient in Imodium is. Um, it's in line with the Poison Center's sevenfold increase in calls related to its misuse from 2011 to 2015, and a jump in national Poison Center calls related to exposure to the drug over roughly the same period. Because of its low cost, ease of accessibility, and legal status... Oh my god, this is really checking off all the boxes. It's the perfect drug. All right, uh, it's a drug that is very, very ripe for abuse, said author William Eggleston, Eggle, Eggleston <laughs> something, of the Upstate New York Poison Center. The over-the-counter drug activates some of the same receptors as other opioids, but the very low dose of the ingredients for treating diarrhea doesn't produce a high. That's why you got to take a bunch of it. People who take 10 or more times the recommended dose, they're just telling you how to take this drug now. This new article is very irresponsible. Yeah, you're going to want to take 10 or more times the recommended dose, um, while higher doses can actually generate an opiate-like high. Unfortunately... Oh, so yeah, if you take 10 or more times the recommended dose, that'll ease withdrawal symptoms, and then just uh, crank up that number if you want to actually generate the high. Unfortunately, this level of dosing can and has in at least two cases, lethally disrupted the rhythm of people's hearts. Now you guys know why I have such a wonky heart. I've been abusing Imodium. Uh, it's the poor man's opiate. All right, uh, the researchers don't mince words in their American College of Emergency Physician news release when they note that taking massive doses of Imodium for a legal high is, quote, as dumb and dangerous as it sounds. They also call for over-the-counter sales to be restricted. Party poopers. Guys, we should just try to buy a bunch of stuff at uh, Walgreens and see if it'll get us high. Like, you know, Alka-Seltzer or something. Do 20 glasses of Alka-Seltzer. Or like 50 Beano pills. Some other anti-gas medication. Come on, let's experiment. Dang, Tim, you up for that? All right, uh, second story we have for you. Speaking of drugs... A collaborative investigation between Alert, whatever the hell that is, and the Medicine Hat Remand Center. I don't know what either of those things are. Apparently, this story comes from Canada. Uh, they've identified two people suspected of sending meth-laced Christmas cards to inmates. Tis the season of giving. There's no way those two inmates had a silent night. Jumping off the fucking walls with that stuff. So how did they do that in Christmas cards? Let's read on. Back in December 2015, four Christmas cards delivered to the Medicine Hat Remand Center, or the MHRC, were inspected by staff before reaching any inmates and tested positive for meth. Ooh, meth. The cards were addressed to an inmate at the institution. 
On December 9th, the case was forwarded to Alert's Medicine Hat Organized Crime Team for follow-up investigation. Through lab and DNA analysis, Alert was able to identify suspects linked to the card. On April 25th, 2016, Ryan Horb, a 32-year-old from Medicine Hat, was arrested and charged with trafficking meth. On April 26th, a warrant was issued for Justin Yolonitsky for trafficking meth as well. Yolonitsky is currently serving time in a Saskatchewan prison for an unrelated matter. Alert believes that the cards were soaked with a form of liquid meth intended for extraction by the inmates. Kind of like a scratch and sniff situation. I mean, I'm guessing... You know, if they if they doused this card in liquid meth, by the time it reached the inmate, it was dry. How do you reactivate the meth? Like, I, I'm guessing the guy was just going to eat the card, right? Maybe, I don't know. A great deal of sophistication was employed in a case like this, and I have to credit the investigative team. Don't credit them. Credit the mastermind behind this, who thought of soaking a Christmas card in meth. That's the real genius here. Members of the public who suspect drug or gang activity in the community can call local police or contact Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is always anonymous. If you're wondering what Alert is, if you're not from Canada, Alert was established and funded by the Alberta government and is a compilation of the province's most sophisticated law enforcement. Okay, great. You're patting yourself on the back. Wonderful. Listen how humble they are. The, the most sophisticated law enforcement resources committed to tackling serious and organized crime. So there you go. Alert. Doing good work up there in Canada. And finally today, freaks, we got a story from uh, Pakistan here. A Pakistani sweet shop owner has confessed to fatally poisoning at least 30 people by lacing his candy with pesticides in an attempt to take revenge on his older brother. Why would killing other people get back at the... Why don't you just try killing the brother with the poison sweets? Khalid Mahmood confessed in a court in central Punjab province that he had poisoned the sweets after his elder brother, Tariq, who owned the sweet shop with him, quote, insulted and abused him in a business dispute. I wanted to teach him a lesson. By killing all my customers, uh, police investigator uh, police investigator Mohammed Afzal quoted him as saying, with the statement confirmed by another senior police official. I was so angry that I mixed the pesticides bottle in the sweets being baked at that time. The poison batch of sweets were bought by a local man who gave them to family and friends celebrating the birth of his grandson. That's a bittersweet birth now, huh? The baby's father... Six of his uncles and one aunt were among the 30 killed. The dead also included five children. Four victims are still in the hospital. Again, this was just a very poorly thought out plan at getting back at your brother. You own the shop with him. So it's going to it's going to reflect poorly on you, too. If people end up dying, officials earlier put the toll at 33, but police confirmed Friday the death toll was at 30. Police said uh, that 52 people consumed the sweets in total. Both the Mahmood brothers were arrested along with uh, along with one of their employees. Investigators initially suspected the poisoning was an accident as a pesticide shop nearby was being renovated. Ooh, the perfect alibi. And the owner had left his products at the bakery for safekeeping. 
These were bad businessmen. Yeah, the guy's like, hey, I've got these highly toxic chemicals. Can I keep them in the shop where you sell food and treats to children? Yeah, sure, why not? All right, uh, yeah, Pakistan has poor food safety standards, no shit, and hygiene laws are rarely implemented. The brothers are due to appear in court again on Saturday, so there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, there are a lot of ways to keep in contact with the show. You can find me over there at Twitter, at Distorted View, Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show, and we have an email address for you, show at distortedview.com if you've got some funny audio, video, uh, or maybe just uh, news story ideas, stuff you want me to talk about on the show, you can email me. And of course, voicemail line for you. That's where we're going to talk to some of our freaks today, 206-666-4463. Call in like these idiots. Hey, Tim. It is Alex from Pittsburgh. I'm going to set up either voicemail wars or similar again. Uh, I'm sorry, the guys that are from Pittsburgh and that are from Florida, like the two guys from Florida, like Zach from Florida and then um, oh, man. Florida man and um, like I haven't heard about Florida woman. But I'm just saying the way that Florida man acts. Yeah. Sorry, dude, but you're acting kind of shitty towards him, especially because you're acting like an incompetent asshole. So I literally, I would. What did Florida man do? What did Zach do? What did these people do to me? Literally just start shutting the fuck up. Apparently they treated me poorly. Now on your voicemails, because and this fine freak is coming to my defense. You don't get to the point. Defending my honor, I'm like a helpless woman. I mean, I don't get to the point. I'm like the 1930s. Eventually, either, but oh, I declare, thank you so much. You're a lot worse off with it. Anyway, uh, the other thing I wanted to tell you about Tim is um, that woman that you featured a long time ago that was on Tumblr. Either she was on it, or she was off of it, or she was on it, or she was off of it. I couldn't remember. I don't think there's going to be many of her things left, but... Oh, yeah, that chick that was in... Is she, the one that was into, like, uh, dog fucking, right? She was a woman that confessed to actually fucking the dog. Yeah, yeah. There was a much longer video about that where she fucked another dog, I think. Oh. All right, Tim. I probably rambled. I'd love to get my hands on that video. I mean, you know, the, the video where she describes having sex with the dog. I don't want to see her getting nailed by a pooch. Hey, Tim. This is. I mean, honestly, I do want to see it, but I don't think I can admit that here on the show, right? I mean, if anyone sent me that video, I would keep it hush hush. Remember Red Hole calling in? Oh, Red Hole checking in. Uh, was- Red Swollen Hole. Is that your middle name, Swollen? I was listening to the 4 3 Gaping. show, I believe. And you were talking about the movie Happiness? Yes. With the uh, little kid talking Great to his movie. dad about uh, coming, and his dad rapes his friends and stuff. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Uh, and you what were- was that movie rated, by the way? You were talking about the celebrities who were in the movie. But it was a hard PG-13 <laughs> no. movie. Oh. And you were talking about Philip Seymour Hoffman, but you called him Philip Seaman Hoffmore? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was... That was pretty funny. Of course, I always call him that. Actually, I don't know if you intended to do that. I don't think you noticed when... Everything I do is intended. ...you did, because uh, you're a fucktard. No. I uh, but oh love the show, God. and I'll call you later. I've been Across. saying that for years, Philip Seaman-Hoffmore. <laughs> hey, boo, decoy Jew. And Cameron Mannheim Steamroller. I'm going to geek out on you just a little uh... bit. You were talking about some dumb fucking Wi-Fi hotspots at Panera Bread and whatever blocking your... Yeah. Uh, distortedview.com website. Micro Center, I, I noticed, blocks Distorted View. Hey, 
but you said that... It- See, the, that was my fault, though, because I remember a long time ago, I would go... I don't know why I would do this. They would have these big, huge monitor displays... And I would uh, load up the Distorted View website and leave it there. And, you know, someone saw that, was offended, and put that on the block list. It gets through if you use HTTPS. I want to say, usually when you see something like that where a site is blocked, but if you use HTTPS, it works fine. It's because they're using stupid keyword blocking, where basically, as the page is loading, they see naughty words on the site and kill the connection. Oh, is that it? Pretty dumb, because obviously that site's not born. But, um, yeah, I know. It drives me up the fucking wall when uh, distortedview.com is blocked because there's nothing bad on there. Like, all the bad stuff is on the podcast here. If, if they were actually blocking distortedview.com intentionally, they would block either the host name or the IP address, probably. Yeah, well, don't give them any ideas. Hey, Timmy. This is Sideshow Freak uh, Anus Tart. Uh, not my name on the Sideshow. I actually got cut off by the voicemail lines a few minutes ago. Uh, the reason I'm calling is you were talking about cuckolding a few weeks ago and uh, asked anybody to call in with some experience. Uh-oh. Well, I've, uh, in the past, been with uh, two couples. They didn't label it cuckolding, but uh, that's what I considered it to be. Were you watching? I'm guessing you would be the person fucking the dude's girlfriend. Uh, right? They enjoyed uh, blowing me together. Oh. Um, well. And just... You know, me. I mean, if it's a situation where they're both participating, you, you were part of a threesome. It's not a cuckolding situation. I'm taking uh, my time with the girl as she watched. Uh, never had anything weird like that one video where the guy regretted it. I always find it really weird when, like, guys who identify as being straight will do weird shit like that. Like, yeah. I want to see you fuck my girlfriend. I mean, I'll blow you, too. <laughs> like, that's not straight. <laughs> uh, we have a very di- different definition of the word straight. Together several times with both couples, but just seeing the situations like that, they just don't last a long time. Of course not. But it was fun. Uh, keep up the good work, Timmy. Love the show. Thank you. Thank uh, I'm you. a new sideshow freak, actually. Just oh, joined good. hoping to win that contest, but unfortunately didn't, but... I'm here for the year. Man, we'll do another contest uh, maybe next year. So uh, stick around with DV. You might uh, might want another you know membership or something. Uh, by the way, if uh, you are not a member of the Sideshow, you know I don't like to beg, but uh, it's been a very tough month for Timmy Boo in the sense that I had to pay taxes. <laughs> I know, something something you guys don't have to worry about. But you know what I mean. Like Most of you have jobs where the, your fucking taxes are already taken out of your paycheck and stuff. That, that doesn't happen with me. At the end of the year, well, I should be paying like quarterly taxes, but I don't. So at the end of the year, I'm faced with a large tax bill, and uh, that's what. That's why this time of year, in particular, when all of you are enjoying getting those big fat IRS refund checks back, you could just use a tiny little portion of that. Sign up for the sideshow; it'll uh, really help me out, and you get a lot of great content. <laughs> Hey, Timmy. I'm fucking shameless, aren't I? Go ahead, yes. Hey, Timmy. God, about a uh, $4,500 refund. Did you? Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> Speaking of taxes, see what I mean? This guy, I, I didn't have this planned. But yes, that's what happens. You get $4,500 back from the government. You can use $66 of that and sign up for a yearly membership. And what's great is, if you sign up this time of year, then next year... 
you know, you'll be receiving your stupid refund check again from the government. It's like you're not even paying anything to me. You know what I mean? Then now's the time. <laughs> all right, that is all the time we have on this, uh, this edition of the show. Getting all flustered here. <laughs> Just give me money. <laughs> uh, that's all the time we have on this edition of the show. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. It's in your good. What? Please tell us about your Spread the distortion. STD tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. If you're Sideshow Freaks, got another show for you a little bit later today. Otherwise, I'll see you back tomorrow for the Tuesday program. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. few examples of uh, tweets here. <laughs> the first one is, I drank so much last night that my fuck plow puked cock chowder into a fat whore shit tunnel and pissed on her cunt while she farted it out. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at Scribe.net. <laughs>